either you will use social media as a tool or social media will use you as a pawn. Hey, this is Gabe Kolstad with Westside Community Church, and I'm here with the midweek motivation episode of the Westside Podcast. I want to follow up from some conversation we were having in our church on Sunday uh, about unity, about the idea of relationships and how we pull together rather than fall apart. I mean, this world is disjointed. It's fracturing uh, at a faster pace than we've ever seen it before. And division is kind of the name of the game right now, which is sad. And it's destructive for families and for workplaces and for uh, neighborhoods. I mean, it's a tough time when it comes to communication and social media is a huge, huge part of that. We talked on Sunday about we stick together and uh, how that's such an important value of our particular faith community, Westside Community Church, because we believe that uh, we're better together. And, you know, there's certain things you can do to help that. And there's certain things you can do to hinder that. And what we find is that a lot of our division comes from communication. A lot of our communication is on social media and a lot of our social media engagement is actually negative. So I want to help you craft a little bit better plan by giving you four boundaries for social media. How do you use social media? You know, if you're in the human race, you're pretty much using social media. And if you don't have boundaries to how you use social media, it's going to use you as a pawn. The reality is the highest paid engineers in the whole world right now are paid to do one single thing. That is get and keep your attention on social media. That's the truth. It is a machine. It is a weapon and it is being used if you let it against you. However, you can also use social media as a tool if you have the right boundaries in place. And I want to talk to you about how you can use social media as a positive influence, a positive force, a positive unifying communication vehicle in your life with just a few simple boundaries. So I, uh, before I get into that, I got to tell you, I was just watching a TEDx video this week about uh, this girl who had these Snapchat streaks going on. She was from India. She went home to India. And as a result of going home from to India, she kind of lost connection for a little bit and she lost all of her Snapchat streaks. If you're not sure what that means, go Google it. Uh, and you know, find out that, uh, you know, people want these things. They want to, they want to be, uh, communicating every single day for as many days in a row as possible. And she lost her streaks and she was all upset about it at first. But then she realized that it wasn't the end of the world. Um, somebody said, in fact, a uh, business insider article said that streaks are proof of friendship. Now, if you believe that, it means you've bought into um, a, a myth that social media wants you to believe, and that is that all of your relationships hang in the balance based on your social media interactions. Uh, there's a lot of pressure out there for social media and how we use it. Maybe you're a parent of teenagers or young kids kind of on the verge of looking into social media and how are we going to use it? Maybe you're a parent of a young adult who's, uh, you know, got real strong opinions that are coming out real loud. Maybe you're trying to hold yourself back from being negative. Maybe you're, uh, you know, in a dating relationship and something went crazy or maybe you're a coworker with somebody who was being rude. And, you know, we have these temptations to take all of our communication uh, onto social media and it becomes this very divisive thing. However, social media can be a really, really great tool. Now, what are the stakes here? If we do or don't use boundaries for social media, I mean, I got to say this, that a misuse of social media is proven now through the research by the numbers to erode confidence, to diminish relational connection. 
uh, and to separate people. A misuse of social media can backfire on us. And the average person spends hours a day right now scrolling through social media, you know, looking at this and that. We're so caught up in what other people are posting, how great their pictures are, how many filters they have, you know, all these things. And so sometimes that erodes our self-confidence. Sometimes we're so used to chatting with people on social media that we don't actually know how to have a real in-person conversation. And sometimes we say things on social media that we think are just kind of a passing thought, but we forget they live there forever. I'll never forget uh, not that long ago when I watched with my wife how some couple publicly destroyed their relationship because they said things about each other on social media that can't be taken back and they sort of live there forever. So I want to give you uh, some boundaries that you can use in your social media use. I believe that social media is neutral. It is a tool. It is not evil. It is not the enemy. But if you use it wrong, it can be used by the enemy to destroy you or to destroy your relationships. And if you use it right, it can be something that brings positivity and joy into the world. So Proverbs chapter 25, verse 28 says that a person without self-control is like a city with broken down walls. You know, self-control is essentially boundaries going, hey, here's how I'm going to use social media. So there are really four things I want to give you that can help you to not only maybe you're setting the agenda for your kids and how they're going to use social media. You're coaching somebody in this or you're just personally going to say, I need a better handle on how I use this because it's sort of eating me alive. There are four things. The first one is target. And they're all going to start with T because I can remember them that way. And hopefully you can too. target. What's your purpose for being on social media? How many times a day do you pick up your phone and look at it? Apparently 67 or 68. That's the average. That's a lot of times, right? We just naturally reach for that device. We pick it up and we start to look at it. And one of the things we're tempted to do is open up one of those social media apps just to look, just to scroll, just to kind of feed the dopamine that it brings us. And uh, what we have to do is ask, why am I about to engage in social media? What's the purpose for which I'm going to do that? I found myself this morning doing the very same thing. I picked up my phone. I was in the middle of actually trying to read my Bible. For those of you who are tuning in, uh, maybe you're not from a faith background. It's something that I have a practice of is I want to read my Bible in the mornings. It kind of sets my mindset for the day. I get God's thoughts and positive words in my mind, and it helps me to get off on a great start. I'm in the middle of reading my Bible, and I think my hand just has its own mind of its own. It just goes over and grabs my phone, and it picks it up, and it looks at it like that. And I'm like, it's staring me in the face. My social media is staring me in the face. And I'm tempted to just start to scroll, you know, there. But I had to pause and go, wait a second. It is not time for that. I don't even know why I did that. If you don't know why you're getting on social media, I think a good rule of thumb would be get off until you know why. And you might even think for a second, what would my target be for social media? Well, maybe it would be to connect. That'd be a good target. You want to connect with people. Maybe it would be uh, to solve a problem that you have. You're going to look for some information. Maybe you're going to look on marketplace or something for a, a product that you need. But you're going to you're going to have that in mind before you go, right? Maybe you could say, "I want to positively impact other people." So I'm going to say things. I'm going to post something. I'm going to comment, and I'm going to interact in a way that brings positivity into the world of social media. And if you don't know why, if you don't have a target, then you probably ought to stay off social media until you do. Once I finally this morning figured out what my target was, I posted and it was positive because I knew why I was doing that. So that's the first thing. First boundary is target. Second one, time. How much time will you allow yourself to be on social media every day? Or will you set a time limit for your kids to say, 
30 minutes, you know, whatever the right amount is for you. But there's a time limit. I don't want you to be on longer than that because too much time on social media just brings up all sorts of issues, not only attention span, brain function, um, nervous system problems, all these things happen as a result of too much time on social media. Uh, so what's the right amount of time? You have to decide that, but have a limit. What's the time? And when the time is up, put it down for the day. Don't get back on there. It's going to turn negative. It's going to cause problems in your life. Uh, so set a, set a target, set a time. That's the second boundary. Here's the third one. And I think this is really important. Set a tone, set a tone for how you're going to be on social media. Um, everybody gets to select, you know, if depending on the platform, like a profile photo, right? you get to look, you get to decide how your channel looks or your profile looks. You also get to decide. Uh, how your tone comes across. And some of us say, well, I don't, I never decided how my tone was going to come across. And it's one of those things like by not deciding that you're going to have a decidedly positive tone on social media, you end up having a negative tone when the pressure is on, when the comment is strong, you know, when the person is a jerk and you feel called then to lash back, you know, or to say something that would embarrass them publicly. And all those things. What's your tone going to be on social media? If you cannot get on social media with a decidedly positive attitude and with a commitment to being a decidedly positive person, that that's the tone you're going to set, stay off of it until you can. Target, time, tone. The last one is tact. Okay, target, time, tone, tact. Those four things are boundaries that you can set to say, if I don't have this then I shouldn't be on social media. I just heard recently, and probably I'm way late to the game, but I heard about Facebook jail. Somebody that I know got put in Facebook jail. And um, th- there's a good chance the reason they did that is because of lack of tact, right? That sometimes we say things, and they may be true, but uh, they may be, you know, the Bible says, speak the truth in love. So there's a thing about tact. It's like, I'm not going to inadvertently hurt somebody's feelings, certainly not going to intentionally hurt somebody's feelings. If I'm a follower of Jesus, maybe some of you are as you're watching, you're a person of faith, you're like, I want to have a good influence in the world. Tact is a huge deal. So the question might be, how can I say this in a way that's going to come across helpful, you know, to be somebody who actually lifts people up instead of tearing them down? As we think about our talk from Sunday, we stick together It's so important that we don't isolate people and create new walls and new sides and new lines and all that in our speech. It's such an important thing that we can have some unifying speech, speech that brings people together rather than divide them. So what's your tact on social media? I mean, some people use emojis to soften the blow of something they're going to say. Maybe not a bad idea. I think one of the things we can do is just read our post before we post it to go, does that come across snarky? Does that come across negative, complainy? Any of those things. If it does, don't post it. Edit it first and go, look, I got to take some of those negative words out. Can I replace them with a different word? Can I think about how a hearer that's not me would receive this and ask the question, is that tactful? Do I need to drag anybody through the mud? You know, Do I need to say a negative word? Could I replace it with a positive word? 
All of those things matter so much. And if we're going to be people who stick together, bring others together, we want to be a positive force. We want to raise kids who are a positive force. Then we got to have some boundaries in how we use social media. It's one of the greatest platforms we have in our lives. Great for evil or great for good. It's a tool. It's neutral. We get to choose how we use it. And I want to encourage you today to use Target. Why am I on social media? Time. How long should I be on social media every day? Tone. What does this sound like? And tact. What are the actual words that I'm saying? Are they tactful? Are they helpful? Are they kind? Are they nice? Do they encourage people? Those things matter and they'll help you go a long way in your relationships if you'll put them in place. Thanks so much for listening for just a few minutes to this Midweek Motivation episode of the Westside Podcast. I hope it's been helpful. And I want to ask you two favors real quick. One, would you subscribe and share? Because we want to get this message out. We want to connect with more people. You might know people in your life that could use this content. Subscribe, share. Our channel grows and the message goes and and it's really helpful. The second thing that I want to encourage you to do is to stop by a Westside service sometime and maybe even this weekend. You can do that online at westsidecommunitychurch.com or right here on site at our campus in the Portland, Oregon area where we always talk about things that are helpful to our everyday life. So I hope to see you soon and I hope you have a great week.